Happy Monday, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in again to Conversations with Friends. Really loving this weekly connection with you guys um, and connecting with my friends. The show has been awesome. We're in episode seven. This is week seven of the new podcast, Conversations with Friends. Super excited to share today's conversation with my friend to get this energy, knowledge, love into the ethers. Uh, His birthday is coming up soon, too, September 21st, so this is definitely a birthday celebration show. Um, My friend on the show today, we met in Portland, I guess it's been over a year now, year and a half. Uh, We were working at the same store in Portland, um, both doing things to just kind of buy our time. and to meet super dope people and to meet, you know, family members, extended family members and to reconnect with bonds that are intended. So I feel like as soon as he and I met, it was kind of like that, like, what's up, friend? Like, we're supposed to be friends. <laughs> um, yeah, connection. It felt so good to finally run into like-minded people in Portland. So I truly appreciate that we ran into each other. And so this is my brother right here on the phone. Chris Chin is on the phone from Portland, tuning in. Welcome, friend. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for the birthday shout-out, too. I am I'm very stoked. There's a lot going on. So I'm just ready to take it one day at a time and have fun while we're doing it. Yeah, man. Do you have any birthday plans? I, I do not have a birthday plan on the day of. However, I am taking a vacation September 24th. Nice. And that's going to be my treat to myself. Nice. So, Hopefully, I get to do some exploring then. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm thinking about going to San Francisco just for a few days. Uh, collab with a photographer, do some more stuff, just roam around, get lost, and try new things. I like to just go to a new city, wing it completely, so I get to experience everything it has to offer, and then I think I don't need to stay in a place for more than a month. So yeah. Uh, Five days is fine. Is this a different photographer? I know that you have you have a bunch of really amazing pictures on Instagram. Is this a different photographer than that? Like a different friend, or or is the same person? Oh my, thank you. Um, this would be a different photographer. Mm. So I went to I mainly work with one photographer in Portland. However, I went to Vancouver, BC, a month ago. And what I did was I used the same thing that I did to hire a photographer. I just went on Craigslist, found another guy, and made a genuine connection. So he's my Vancouver photographer, and then now I'm going to do the same thing in San Francisco. I have a friend there, too. Potentially crash on the couch next time we go and just have fun with it. Dope. Yeah, you'll have to talk more about that, too, because it's it's really cool to watch uh, to, to just check out your pictures, actually. You, have, you take a, a bunch of really dope pictures. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that. Um, so Chris Chin is on the show today, folks. Chris is uh, just an extremely intelligent man um, and friend, brother. Um, when I met Chris in Oregon, I we still had the juice cart running, yet I was... I had already been doing Align with Plants podcast for a while and really wanted to create my own brand under Align with Plants. And it must have just been in passing that the conversation came up that I needed to get a website going and, uh, you know, start blogging seriously. And Chris was like, hey, that's what I do. I do social media marketing. Like, let's talk. So 
we had our first meeting um, over some really delicious Greek food, actually. I remember the meal. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, that was good. It was delicious. <laughs> um, and this brother really helped me. I mean, he just gave me exactly what I needed to be able to take the next steps to get aligned with plants.com up and running and to really commit to the blog. And the blog is now a year and a half old and the website is, it's not the most popular website on the internet, but um, it's active and it has visits from around the world now. And it took me a long time to understand what Chris is going to share with us today and what he shared with me and how you build a website and how you get, you get site or visits and all of that. But it really does work. So to the people that are listening, really tune in, take notes, listen to this man today. He's going to be sharing a lot of knowledge, a lot of nuggets, and a lot of stuff that really will, will take your business to another level. Um, Polished Agency, I will definitely make sure I include links and hopefully we talk more about them. But Polished Agency is the name of his individual, uh, well, uh, I shouldn't even define it, but this is the name of his social media marketing company. You can talk about it more, Chris. Uh, Look them up, follow him on Instagram. And if you need some support, make sure that you get in contact with him. But we'll, we'll reiterate that information later. Absolutely. Hearing your, your words are delightful. So this is great to, Right here. Oh, that's awesome. It, it meant so much to me, man. Um, you were just exactly what I needed, and that's really what I mean. Like, you know, we, we find ourselves in jobs and in places that we don't maybe – well, actually, I really love being at New Seasons, and I think that you did too. It was fun being there. We had great coworkers, but you're like, well, am I really spending my time the best? But, um, but man, when you recognize the, the, the bonds that you create and the people that come into your life, that it's like, I've been waiting to meet you – like you're needed for the team, uh, it all makes sense. And I definitely felt that way and still feel that way with you. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, you know, I think it's always best to have genuine connections with people and to definitely keep, keep those connections because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human and we're, that's what it's about, meeting new people, trying new things and, you know, that, that connection. So that meant a lot, especially when we first met. I was in a, yeah, I was in a weird funk as well, too. And he definitely pulled me out of some deep waters oh, <laughs> emotionally while I was trying to run the business as well. And so that's been a roller coaster, to be honest. Um, but a good roller coaster in a way satisfying. It's like my, my gift that I have to offer to the world. So for me, it's more than just about running the business itself. It's more, more of a goal at point or a vision. Yeah. And yeah, I just think I just think it's always best to because for a while I did not give myself permission to be very goal oriented or stay very focused. Like I I knew I was always able to get into a side gig, a hustle, or anything that I wanted to get into, but I didn't decide to go all in one hundred percent because I just I just wasn't in the right space. It was good to meet you and it's good to talk to other people. And then I challenge myself daily and so I like challenge other people too. Like, what are your goals, right? Why are you doing this? Don't think about the money. Think about where do you see yourself in 10 years? So before I get into specifics of Instagram, I think mindset is the most important part of it because that's what's really going to take the game to the next level. Not really, you know, you can have all the tactics and the strategy in the world, and what I realized, which I thought I had, and I had very good friends, 
who knew more about the subject, so I was able to do it. But once I realized that headspace was the most important thing, that's I've just been pumping myself up, meeting with the right people, especially the right ones that elevate you. So that's been, that's, I would say, the most important thing in doing anything. Right. And so that, yeah, that pretty much brought me to where I am today. I, uh, well, yeah, so before, grab- before we get exactly here today, we wanted to talk a little bit about background. So um, mindset, let's come back around to that because, um, I, I mean, that's what it's all about, literally. That's what the greats tell us. But um, just a little bit of background information. Let's hear a little bit about Chris Chin, uh, where you come from, and how you have gotten to today um, because you live in Portland now, but I know that's not where you're from. Um, so tell us just a little bit about yourself, Chris. Yeah, amazing. So I... I moved there from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. After graduating college, I went to the University of South Florida, and I graduated, and I had no idea what I wanted to do with myself. I was a car salesman for about two weeks, and <laughs> that, <laughs> you can understand how that went. I just did not do well there, and so I was let go. And so I decided um, it would be best for me to move back home because I was living in Tampa at the time after I graduated. And I called my mom. I was like, hey, mom, you know, and don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those guys who just has resources like that. But my mom, I wanted to do a lot for me. So what I did was, was like, hey, I'm going to live in for a while. I'm not going to pay any rent. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do I made it very clear. Yeah. So she would know what she was getting into. <laughs> just like the old days of me being an actual kid. And it was the best decision. I've, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because... Mm-hmm. I was able to sit down, focus for all, for long periods of time. And what ended up happening was, I remember one night as I was talking to my mom, I went back on my computer to just Google random stuff. And I went on Pinterest and I found a digital resume template. And immediately my brain just flipped. I knew I could make something like that. I knew I could make digital business cards and logos and branding and all that stuff. And literally the next day, I signed up to sell all of these digital products on Etsy. Nice. Yeah. So it was pretty eye-opening. And I didn't even know those types of products existed. I was mm. going around online looking at random stuff. And I just knew I could make it because I've had similar experiences using Photoshop and all these other tools. So I decided, all right, hey, I'm going to mm. open up an Etsy store, put these digital products and see how it goes. Nice. So that was your first official business? That was my first, yep, first official business. Getting right into the online marketing game, and that's what did it for me. Nice. But for the first month, I didn't make any sales, so I was getting kind of of frustrated. And all I did was I just went deeper into it, learned about the SEO and the algorithm and how it really works. And then from there, I made these resume templates, and then I replicated the same store, and rebranded it with different color schemes, different fonts, typefaces. You could download a resume template, also come with these icons and different download links and a PDF on how to actually use the resume. So anyone could download it and use it right off the bat. And it saved me from uh, doing a lot of customer service. So I just kept churning out Etsy stores. I opened, then I opened a second one, a third one. And it went all the way up until I got to about my 11th store. Wow. And I was able to, yeah, it was, it, was, it was very interesting. And the thing was, I 
I wasn't even prepared for all this. I was just like, yo, I can do this. I'm at home with my mom. I have to do this. Yeah. There's no choice. Yeah, so that's what, that's what ended up happening. And then there was one moment where I decided, hey, maybe I can, maybe I can market these resume templates out of Etsy and then put them on Instagram because I'm not really sure what brought me to Instagram. All I knew was that I needed to pick a platform outside of Etsy to just play around with and see if this would work. And I started to post, I started the Instagram accounts based on the Etsy stores. And what I ended up running into was the marketing for the resume templates didn't work on Instagram as well as I thought it would because that's where all the cool kids hang out. Yeah, I was getting a little frustrated with it. But then what ended up happening was I found a large Instagram account and they had around 200 followers and it was all handmade products, all Etsy products. People who were into Etsy knew the hashtags, knew the community, everything, who bought from each other. So I reached out to the page and paid them to post one of my resume templates on the on their Instagram feed. And they had me wait two weeks. They wanted to control the caption. To, there, there was just a lot of guidelines to go through. And then I'm like, you know what, if they're in advance, why don't I just make my own Instagram page that shouts out, shout out other Etsy products? Boom. So, yeah, and then that's what really did it. That's, that's what sent me into a whole other uh, mindset and trajectory because I already had the Etsy stores running to a point where I didn't need to manage them daily. I could jump on Instagram and go do whatever I wanted to. So that's, I just jumped right in. I made one Instagram account. Um, it was called Etsy Town. It's not there anymore. I rebranded it as Published Craft after, after a while. But that one still exists. And what ended up happening was that page grew from zero to about 5,000 in the first month. And then the second month, it just, it went into 10,000 and 15,000 and then on. And that was just, yeah, because Etsy at that, the time that they were, 2015 and Etsy was very popular and people were into the whole handmade thing. So those accounts, and there was only one other account doing it. So I was able to get into that niche fast. And then I had four other Instagram accounts all around the handmade niche. And then that's how uh, I was able to run that business from my laptop. And then that's what brought me to Oregon because I just needed to, I needed to fly. I needed to get out the house again. And my mom was getting frustrated with me. So <laughs> She's like, all right, son. Uh, <laughs> you built your business. Now what's next? <laughs> yeah, and you're just eating all our food and hanging out. And you're not... And Late at night, like, there's so many friends. I'm like, they're all at work and stuff. Yeah. I was just at home on my laptop. I was there every day. So I could tell it was time to move on. But honestly, that's what got me into it. That's the story behind Published Craft and those other Instagram accounts that I was running. And once I, once I moved to Oregon, I, I took it easy for the first couple months because I wanted to get to know the town get to know the people, try different things. And I went into a coffee, I went to this coffee shop called the Albina Press on, it's on Albina and Brandina, I think. Mm. But I met a, I met a few guys there. The baristas were really awesome. And there's this other guy who I met who invited me to go play on his indoor soccer team. Nice. And it, and it turned out he was a web developer 
and he designed someone else's website. And what I did was, was like, you know what, maybe I can use this guy. And I just created a agency and tried to reach out to people for websites. And I was going to use him to design the website. And what ended up happening was we ended up getting one client. However, it just made more sense to do the Instagram thing because all the pages were already there. Mm. All the other, yep, all the accounts were there. And then I started to pick up more clients for just the manager Instagram page solely based on all the previous accounts that I was running. Wow. Uh, that was, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. My, I was on my laptop a lot. So there were moments where I was like, oh, crap, I have this soccer team that I play with, but how do I communicate with people now? Because I've just been <laughs> on my computer all day long. And then I was, <laughs> right? So it, it, it was, it, it was strange. Like, don't get me wrong. It was, it was satisfying because it was my own thing and I was able to make it odd living from it. However, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't satisfying the other areas of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's so, what people I talk about with the whole social media world is people get lost in it and then they don't know how to really have real relationships. And so you're saying that really did happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you know, people don't think it's like a real, because I'm very, my parents are old school, right? My parents don't really believe in like ADHD. They don't believe in prescriptions. They don't believe in, and I get it. I'm, they have this, their points of views. I have mine. However, you know, I'm coming from, and what's the word I'm for, like, adverse background? So for me, I just didn't want to feel sorry for myself. I was like, oh, well, I'm good. I'm amazing. I can do this. I can do whatever I want. How am I going to, it's just a computer game, right? Yeah. So, the, yeah, the first couple months moving here, the business kind of beat me up a little bit. <laughs> um, but after, like, good check-ins and things like that, I was able to get back into it. And it's running itself, which is good. Yeah, and so that was the birth of yeah. Polished Agency, and um, that's pretty cool. I didn't know about the whole Etsy stories either. So, And so you said that was in 2015, and so that's a big part of online success, I, I'm kind of guessing, is like getting in on something like that. Like you said, that this was kind of when handmade Etsy accounts were booming, and you got in at the right timing. So it really, there is something to say about timing when it comes to online um, business building, or is or is that just a small part of it? What would you say? Mm-hmm. Timing is very important. A majority of the time, I, I got very lucky. However, I've listened to other entrepreneurs, and they're always bringing up the same story over and over, where they're like, you need to find a platform that's young, and then go all in on that platform, because it's going to get expensive later. Mm. And so I, so I took that to heart, and that's why I only do Instagram uh, marketing for clients because it's one the the timing that I got into it was perfect. 2015 was when they finally crossed that 400 million marker, and then I just went, I, just, I, I jumped right into it. Hmm. And then two, um, the people who invested into Facebook early on, when Facebook probably didn't have that many users, they got in, and then now they're you know they're living off of their stock alone. So it's always about timing it's always about getting into the right places early on um even starting businesses i think i haven't lived through one on my own as yet but i think the best time to really start a business is when we're going through another economic downturn Mm. because that's when that's when everyone that's when everything is cheap that's when we're you know brands are selling that's when you want to buy buy a 
they buy everything, and then once the economy picks up again, then you can be first place in wherever you're at. So I would say timing is definitely important. I I listen to a lot of people, however, I haven't been able to live through that time as yet, and I'm waiting for it. I mean, I don't want it to come, but if it does come, I, I will be more than prepared for it. Yeah, timing, and then what I'm what I'm learning, and um, you were definitely a part of like the in, um, the ignition of this in me. Although I, I've already, I think that's why I took hiring you and working with you seriously because I was really already set in that it's commitment too. It's it's staying really committed to what you're doing because, like you said, you you start off and it doesn't work, or you could be in a month, or two months, twelve months. You can go in for two years on something. Uh, some people would say after a certain amount of time in a business, you walk away from it. But you really do have to stay committed to what you're creating because the timing might come at any moment, and then all of a sudden it blows up. Exactly. No, I agree. And the same goes for, like, relationships and every other thing. It's it's consistency. It's timing. It's, it's, it's all of those things. But I would say the principles always matter the most, right? Because even with the consistency thing, I, I mean, I'm very, I've been very consistent with clients and consistent with Yeti stores and consistent with other parts of my life. However, I, so I recently started working on my personal Instagram page. And for whatever reason, something happened and everything just made sense. Like, why was I not doing this for myself in the beginning? Yeah. And that has definitely taught me more about consistency because once you it, it's different when you're a brand when you're a brand you can there, there isn't a face that's necessarily attached to it because you're going off of all the logos that you've designed or you're going off of you know you're pretty much faceless yeah you're constant. and so what i ended up doing was when i started marketing myself that's when i realized this is everyday thing there are, you cannot turn off you have to there are, there are literally moments where I'm like, why, what, but hey, I have to do it. It's not even a choice at this point. Mm. And it's, and, and I think it's a good thing, right? Because now when you, when you have this personal brand or you have these kinds of things, you have to be on your ball. You can't, you can't slack off and it just makes you a harder worker. Yeah. Well, maybe that can bring us back to mindset because that really is the mindset. Like you said, it's not even a choice. And that's where I find myself. I can remember uh, last year and like the first few months of, of doing blogs twice a week because uh, you had me on a twice a week schedule. I pulled myself to just once a week now, <laughs> but I was doing blogs twice a week. And some people do blogs every day. I just it blows my mind. I guess that's their main focus. But I can remember sitting at my table late at night typing and kind of feeling like I was in college writing a paper. But I had no teacher to turn it into. Nobody cared really that you know about grammar, and I wasn't going to get a grade. It wasn't working towards a degree. And yet here I am up in the middle of the night writing this paper. I'm tired. My children are doing whatever. Maybe I have to be cooking. And I would ask even my family, like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? And I would just keep typing. And I would push those thoughts to the side. And I'd say, I'm building something. That's what I'm doing. And I'd keep writing. And I'd give it my all. And I'd, I'd put into it. And, and it really is the difference. Um, again, I haven't built a highly successful blog yet, though it's there and it, it's helping people and it's serving people and it's building and the brand is continuing to build. So maybe we can come back on the mindset and go where you were going with that because, you know, it, it's, yeah. just, it's so interesting to me how powerful the mind is. 
It, it is. I mean, you feel the consistency work too. Even if you're not blogging twice a week and you have to go once a week, the consistency first and foremost always matters. And 9,000 views on a video on Facebook is not something to laugh at. That's definitely, you know, there's definitely momentum built on there. And so now would be the time to just ride the momentum until it turns into, okay, this is happening once a week. I'm getting 15,000 views every single week. And then that's when you start to see where the magic happens. Mm. So, yeah, I would definitely say because um, time of that, but consistency, uh, definitely most important. And that has a lot to do with mindset, all of it. So even if you're, cause, I mean, the same, it goes for reading a book. You have to use parts of your brain more to focus as you're reading a physical book or a book online versus uh, listening to it you have to think you have to think a little bit differently when you're listening to it or move around and go handle something else right so just lost my train of thought but yeah mindset definitely even with things like that I believe when people lose a certain train of thought it, it has it goes back down to mindset, staying focused, grinding it out, doing it every single day, what anybody else tells you too, and that's that's the other thing. Um, you have to have a strong mind. That is the number one requirement. You know, my mom doesn't really, my mom does not believe in entrepreneurship at all. Mm. So that's, that's the other thing. So as I was living at the household, um, she was like, why don't you get a job or a career? Why don't you be a doctor? Why didn't you be a lawyer? You, what are you doing on your computer? Things like that. And after about the first month, I would hear all that. Second month, I heard it too. Then the third month, it started to really pick up. And she started to support it more. But I'm coming from, because uh, my, my parents are from Jamaica. And they're very, I don't want to say anti-capitalist, but if you're running a business, the first thing, that would come to your mind a few years ago is, okay, this guy is not relaxed, very easygoing, Bob Marley and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. none of that is true, right? There are very, you know, there are businesses there who are very relaxed and make way more than I've ever seen in my life yeah. and for other stuff. So that's where I was coming from, you know, just getting pounded with um, people's disbelief in what I was going to do. And that was only for the better, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I love the adversity now. I love the climb. I've always been, you know, another part of it, too, is like, yo, I got to be honest here. I am a short dude in America. So that means anything that I say is going to be taken less seriously at some given point in time. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so what that does is now when I'm going into a sale, I'm coming in hot and I'm coming in high energy. I'm coming in focused because I... You know, I don't have time for prejudgments, right? Mm. Based on factors. I mean, I come even hotter, and it's good because now it's. I look at it, and then the ones who have not had that adversity, I'm like, damn, yo, yeah, yeah you might have, you know, very well off parents, and you might be well off, you know, with a good amount to live forever, but you are unhappy. Mm. So. That, yeah, so I started to realize that too, even with some of my good friends. I'm like, yo, dude, you're set financially. You don't have to work a day in your life because of your parents. But yeah, but this. And then it was crazy. I just didn't think that 
someone from that situation would not be as happy as they are yeah. or as happy as I am at some point. So definitely mindset. I, I can't I can't even stress that enough. And you know I've been I've been surrounded by that every every day for the most part growing up. And but it I mean it's all good. I ended up figuring out the different things that I wanted to do as I just tasted different things. So the mindset definitely developed over time as just trying new things, right? I played soccer for a while and when you're when you're playing soccer, if you already have the physical attributes, great. That's good. And fortunately I was, I had that part. Now the next part of the game is you have to be focused twenty four seven while you're playing because it's like chess. You mm. let the ball do the work instead of you trying to chase down the ball because you're just going to burn out at the end of the game. Mm. Always had to know what you wanted to do with the ball before you even received it. So you have to think of your teammates, you have to think of your pieces, you have to think about, oh, does you know does Chris run fast? Okay, Chris runs fast. What about you know John? John is tall, so I'm going to give him the ball in the air. So you always had to mm. think about these things before you did it. And, you know... This is when you're running and you're tired and you just have to think about other people before yourself. So that's definitely, you know, and I did that for about six years. I started when I was in middle school and played all the way up until high school. Played my senior year and we ended up winning states too. So that was, uh, that was nice. some glory days. Yeah, that was fun. But, it, you know, all of that, I would say technique. Yeah, you can learn that over time. It's good. Physical attributes, you're born with it or you're not, but you can definitely get faster. And, but the, but the last, the main key ingredient is the mindset. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. Cause if you don't, if, if you don't have that, you're not going to practice, you're not to try it, you're going to try something for a month and then stop it because you think it's not working. Meanwhile, it could work the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I even, you know, I have some hacks in the morning too when, I need to change my mindset. I will look at myself while I'm, I kid you not, I will look at myself while I'm brushing my teeth and tell myself that I'm amazing. So I can go out there and then I start the day off on a good, yeah, I mean, even if you're already confident and you already know what you want to do beforehand, that extra energy always helps. Come in hot, always, you know, it's definitely a missing ingredient in, I think, in a lot of other places. And so I just try to, I just try to come in when I, well, you know, I strike when the iron's hot. I like to do things when I'm going good. You know, and then when my energy is lower, that's when I check in with myself more. Mm. Right? I uh, I just finished reading The Magic of Thinking Big. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was a really good book. And he had like a set of questions that he would ask himself before he did anything. And then one of those questions were, you know, would an important person do this? And so what I took from it is, okay, whenever I'm, my energies are low, whenever I'm not feeling whatever I need to do, or someone's talking to me and I'm like, yo, dude, get out of my face, right? <laughs> right? Um, always, you know, I always ask myself that question now, and it's like, would an important person not keep this going? Would an, would an important person stop right now? And no, so, mm-hmm. you know, another way, another way to help the mindset just have these systems in place definitely a lot yeah i think what you said about adversity too i feel like um 
you know, every, any, you know, any quote unquote idol or the great the people that achieve greatness in terms of business and branding and, uh, you know, the people that kind of run the world, at least financially, um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all about adversity. It really is. And not necessarily, it doesn't always have to be childhood or your own personal life, but being pushed up against the wall and never backing down and learning how to do so without having to fight, you know, without having to rip apart or cheat or do things in shady ways, but being able to, like, I'm just going to keep being myself. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. I'm not going to stop. Um, for me, what I've, what I've really felt over the last year, two years, three years, um, has been that my vision has, and it's been developing for many years now, but that it's so clear, it's so crystal clear now, um, it's already real, you know, it's, it's already a real creation, and that reality is actually what feeds me to keep going. It, it's feeding my mindset, it's, fe- it's it, in, it, or it in itself is actually um, filled with adversity and challenges, and it's literally feeding me, it's giving me the nourishment to keep going um, in challenges and in just and just in that. Um, so it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I know that when it comes to online work, we're in a different world now, things are changing. Um, I'd love to, for you to talk a little bit about that because um, I think that, you know, for your parents looking at you being on the computer, that's kind of like games, you know, it's not really, really serious. But uh, if you're not in your 20-somethings right now, some of us in our 30s are getting it, but if you're not in your 20-somethings right now, you don't really understand that there's a new world already functioning and running the world, and it's online. And um, you really do need to position yourself. You need to position yourself in the on the Internet. Like, you need to have an online brand and represent yourself and position yourself in this world because... In 20, 30 years, this is going to be what everybody is functioning off of. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that because you were able to push through. You have the vision. You see, yeah, mom, I know you don't get it, but I do. Let me go do my thing. Um, what can you say to the people yeah. like to get that? There's, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely touch on different, different age groups and what the next generation is going to be and the tail end of that generation and how we... You know, it doesn't matter where you're at, you can definitely make something on it, which is what I found really interesting. So what ended up happening was, as I was building my personal Instagram page, what we mentioned earlier, is that um, for, for that, now, I would say for anyone that wants to get started in online marketing and online branding, like the first thing that you should get into is YouTube. YouTube is definitely going to, all the stuff online, fortunately, are skills and techniques that are easily, well, I don't want to say easily, but they're definitely learnable, and you don't have to go to a trade school, you don't have to go learn it from someone else. At some times, too, like, I have very good friends who are willing to help me in certain things, I just dig into YouTube, and I'm learning how to do all these things myself. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I took the Etsy stores up from a certain point. I just went on YouTube, learned it, and then the second part of it was definitely just doing it. Yeah. So I, to some degree, I, I've been learning a lot. So I, I'm currently working on a job as the director of marketing 
while I'm running my business as a CEO. And so I have to split my days in two for the most part. Mm. And what I've learned is our CEO is very sales-driven. and you know, He's very what-driven? Sales-driven. Sales, sales uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's taught me a lot. But he's also shown me a few things in business that I applied to my personal Instagram page. So for anyone that wants to, you know, after you learn your craft from YouTube, the next step is to pick a marketing vehicle. Like, where do you want? Where do you want to go? What do you, how do you want to communicate your message? Um, Wait, you so real quick, Chris, so, what, so really quick. So what you're saying is, if you want to create an online presence, start at YouTube, pick a skill or craft or something you're interested in, and l- really learn it through YouTube. That's that's the first step. Uh huh. Okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make that's sure. Yeah. Uh, or you can ask me for like Instagram stuff. Yeah. But yeah, anywhere you get your you, skill down. Any, Anywhere I started, mm-hmm. master, master the skill or at least get it to 75% and then you can start selling it. Because, I mean, you don't want to be that person where you're selling something ahead of time and then you don't know what actually goes into the product, right? So YouTube, definitely find the thing that you want to learn about and mm-hmm. start learning from there. Mm-hmm. And then the second, second step is find one marketing platform to sell your product. Just one. It doesn't need to be all of them. It doesn't, you know, when you pick one and you master that one platform, then you can grow all the other platforms after you master the first one because you already built up such a deep, connected audience, right? So if you've uh, you've learned how to make handmade jewelry on YouTube, then the next step would be to pick Instagram, right? Because, you know, it's the best, period. So when you use that, then just go all in on Instagram. Spend all your money on Instagram, right? Don't look into Google ads. Don't look into um, Pinterest ads. Don't look into all these other platforms. But you just have to pick one and then go all in on it. Mm. That's what's going to be the next thing to effectively brand yourself to and eventually monetize it. So what I've been doing is, as I've shadowed a CEO a little bit, I learned a little trick where any next venture that I go into, you want to, I'm jumping ahead, but for the third step, you want to build a solid library. And I'll touch on that right now. It was, as I was building my personal Instagram page, um, I remember I was seeing someone at the time and they were a photographer and they were thinking it would be cool for me to be their subject. And I'm like, cool, yeah, I don't know what a subject is, but I'll, uh, I don't know, what do you need to do? It's going to be content. <laughs> right? So, you know, one day was when I was uh, doing some photography stuff, and she was taking all these pictures of me, and I'm like, okay, cool, this is fun. And then a light bulb just went off, and literally one hour into the photo shoot, a light bulb went off, and... I was like, why am I not doing this for myself? Mm. So, we, yeah, it, it just all made sense. And so, after that, we went on another photo shoot, and she wanted to use the images for her portfolio, and I was like, yes, by all means, do that, because these are your images at the end of the day. And what I, what, what I did was, we had a conversation about it, I think it was the second time we went shooting, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna use these in the future, and we were like, okay. 
And from there, we started building a library of photos. Yeah. So what that meant was, yeah, I, I Dropbox account, and we would just go shooting twice a week. And by then, my Dropbox, after about a month, my Dropbox had 400 photos of me in, in it. And I didn't release any, I didn't post any photo for about a month. And then I... And then after about a month, I posted one photo of myself, and it's been it, it's been like a whole year before I posted, and all my friends were like, oh, hey, how you been? How you doing? How you, what was going on? And it did fairly well for the first post in a year. It blew up, but then I disappeared again to, you know, I read one of the, I read this book called 48 Laws of Power, and one of the chapters tells you you need to know when to disappear hmm. and you see it all the time with luxury brands luxury brands will you know if you're supreme and you have this cool luxury brand you're going to make a limited edition production run you're going yeah. to open up a pop-up store and you're going to have it for three days and then disappear again and then let them know that the next collection might drop whenever yeah. but it's the fact that you're disappearing at the right time just builds more intrigue to it and so I just disappeared again. I didn't answer. I didn't answer most of the comments. I just stopped posting overall and went back to building the library. And so after we got to a good point for building the library, I actually, you know, it just made more sense to hire an actual photographer because one, it just you can tell when. Yeah, we're having a great time, but I know you don't want to be with me a year from now, and I know. You know, the same way, I feel the same way on my end. So if we're going to, we're, we're, yeah, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with Keep that. It's real. Good. Yeah, yeah, well, it's one of those things where I think about it where I may not be the best person at saying the thing that I want to say in the effective way, but, I mean, yeah. like, right? however, it's like you don't want to put someone in a position where they're thinking something else right so yeah. i think it's always best to be up front it's always even from her and she was up front with me and i definitely appreciated that so i was like cool great um we're gonna use these photos i'm going to hire a photographer and so that's, that was my next step once i figured out oh that that was the game i, I went and i hired a photographer laid out all my cards and was like hey look this is what i have right now i have a whole library I plan on taking this Instagram page to another level. Do you want to be a part of it? Yes or no? And I went through a few people and went on a few test shoots with a few other photographers and they they weren't really interested in what I was doing, which it was just cool. Like, no one has to be interested in it. But then I found this one guy who is also on Instagram and I'll share his, his handle a little bit later, but he's been my Portland photographer and we have just been going at it twice a week for we're on like month seven right nice. now twice going on it and some other some other months we'll some other weeks we'll triple and quadruple up just so we can stack the library yeah so, so you're just building this library yeah. of, of pictures for this uh -huh. one platform that you're going to focus on mm -hmm. mm. That, was, that was exactly it and then so when it was ready to launch I think we st I started taking photos in January and we launched in mid-March, so roughly two and a half months until we, you know, I built a really good solid library then. I, I was past a thousand photos. Yeah. And then at 
I found the theme, I picked a filter. Uh, it was kind of rocky in the beginning, like what type of post, what we should do and things like that. But I just kept posting after that. And I already had a library of a couple thousand photos from then, so I was able to every day for the next three months. Wow. And it was and it was good too because now you don't have to play that content chase. Yeah. You're, you're chasing the next post, you're chasing the next thing, you're trying to keep up with whatever's happening in society. It's nice to have the cushion because when there are moments where I know I have a new photo that I want to put up, I wouldn't release it for about three weeks and then I would just recycle all of my older stuff and recycled photo shoots that are we took at the same place. That way it kept the theme and the page kind of cohesive. Mm. Um, so a lot of it is just you want to build a library, make sure you have the cushion, and then once you start posting, you want to recycle photos at least three times a week. So that way you exhaust your library while you're still um, while you're still building content. And this is and September September Mondays, right? Uh-huh. This is the September stage uh, personal feed. Okay, because I want people to check this out so they can really see what it looks like. This is Instagram handle September Mondays with an S on the end. I uh, appreciate it. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely been a work in progress. Uh, my photographer, BDP Photography, he's, he's in Portland and he's just done an amazing job. Like, when we first started, he already knew what exactly I was trying to communicate to the world. So when I looked at the camera, I didn't need to stage or anything. Most of it is just, you know, I, I didn't even look at most of these other Instagram feeds, but they're posing and styles and stuff like that. I just went. I already had some type of style knowledge on how to wear clothing, if that's the right way to put it. You got style. And just natural, being myself in all the photo shoots. Right? A lot of it was just, cool, point and shoot, I'm being myself, cool, that's good, move on to the next location. Mm-hmm. And he understood the, the whole volume, too. Like, all right, we just need to, we need a lot of photos. You for the same outfit, because we're going to reuse this two months later. We're going to reuse it three months later, four months later. And the best part is, too, all the photos that have been going up are that you're like, oh, let's save all the good stuff for later, later. And just build a post count up too, because the page is still pretty—it's still pretty new when it comes to the men's fashion uh, theme that we've put around it. So it, it is a men's fashion Instagram account. It is me and a lot of different outfits and brands will reach out to me and offer me, "Do you want to uh, sponsor this post for us? Or here are some free items. Would you mind doing this?" And I'm like, "Cool, I don't mind." But I mainly have been using it as a tool to pick up more clients because that same exact product that I've put into my personal page is the same product I offer on my website. So mm. what we do is, okay. yeah. Okay, so, so what you're saying is basically what you've done to build this Instagram page is what you're going to teach another person how to do as well. Exactly. Yeah, and so you're showing exactly. Instead of telling, you're showing this is what you do. And it's true. It's right. I mean, you, get, you have... Um, I mean, each each post gets hundreds of likes, um, and and so a lot of people don't really get the whole like world. You know, I think especially for the out of the twenties, a lot of folks think, well, it's not about likes, and I'm not trying to get likes. I don't live for likes. But in reality, when you're looking at this as a business, um, how important are the likes really? What do the likes mean? Maybe not how important are they, but what do those likes really mean? 
they so the likes the reason why you need to have a consistent amount of likes and good good likes that are targeted to certain people is one you if you're a business and you're getting a lot of likes on your photos the search function of Instagram where you can see all the other people that are that you don't know but are nearby your business is going to show up higher in that search function than another type of business so that's why you need because more likes is more visibility right so that's definitely one thing that you need and you can't put unfortunately you can't put a dollar amount on the amount of likes however you have it because it's people are which brings me to the next point is Instagram only trades on brand, right? So when someone sees that you're getting X amount of likes, the photos are crisp and they're clear, and there's there's a nice ring to, to the overall feed, then you have that brand in place, so now you don't need to go and grab the sale as a business. Mm. Now people are coming to you because they see what you've been able to push out. And in my mind, you know, this is going to last forever. So mm. it's it's fun to do. It's good to have a reputation online. And, you know, I don't personally, when I'm in American Eagle or when I'm in like Hollister or wherever, I walk into the mall and the sales rep decides to pick me out and talk to me. I do listen and I do hear them out. I love it. However, I'm all about finding the brands that I like versus the brands being pushed onto me. Mm. So that that's exactly why the likes matter a lot because people are judging it as a brand. You, the more likes you get, then the more reputable you must be, right? Mm. So that's, yeah, and that's, that's exactly what it's doing. And the same goes for comments too. You want to make your captions engaging, you want to make it fun. I know if you're, you're selling food, you definitely want to either have an ingredient list to let people know what it's made of, and so you have a longer form caption too, so if people scroll, then it takes up the entire screen on their phone. Mm. So they either are gonna look at it and they're forced to read it or they and they will read it. Because they wanna know what's going into it and then boom, you provide a value, they're gonna turn into a follow, that's a like, oh, that's a comment. Mm. Or you can keep the captions short and make the food brand more fun. Like, hey, what, what's your favorite part about this sandwich, right? And then it opens up the conversation, and then the comments roll in, and that's also going to boost your credibility in the search function of Instagram, and other people are going to look at it and say, oh, wow, this has 20 comments, this has 10 comments. I'm going to follow this page because they must be doing something right, mm -hmm. versus, you know, you're, you're trying to open up that conversation, right? So definitely the likes are important. They, uh, likes, comments, all that, all that is most important. Instagram, I just think this is what branding is coming to these days. Yeah, you exactly. want to have, you want people to, you want people to come to you. You want it to be consistent. You want it to pull from the right places. You want it to be within the community. And that's that's the other thing too is to maintain a consistent amount of likes and comments is. You have to know the community in and out. You know, if you're, you know, if you're like a midwife, chances are you're going to know other midwives around there, or in the area, or other midwives in the who want to follow the page. So what you have to do is.
go to another midwife Instagram account, leave a few comments, connect with a few people, send them a DM. Hey, I really liked what you had to say about so-and-so. And then they turn into a follower and they turn into a connection and then that's how you monetize. Mm -hmm. Trying to sell right off the so it's, it's It's all about brand. It's all about community as well. What I personally do is um, my captions are very, my captions don't really open up the engagement because me as a person and me in a lot of things, right? I like one-liners. I love it when my hip hop artist and my, you know, any type of artist, I it when they can do a good one-liner and then drop another one and then drop another one and drop another one. I, I, I love hearing stories and long form stuff, but I'm all about the short form. If I can make something witty in two sentences, I'm going to do that. And yeah. so what, my, what we've been able to do is to maintain community with one and two, uh, one and two sentence captions. Some of those captions are pulled from Bob Marley songs mm. or they're pulled from other reggae artists and Damien Marley and a few other artists. So it keeps the Jamaican community interested in my page mm. while I'm trying to go fish for other types of people to come and follow mm. and brands to come and try to sell their products to my audience. So that's that's another way, and that's Smart. that's branding, right? You have to uh, focus on a group of people, then you move on to the next one. Right? For a lot of Jamaicans on the feed, move to the audience, but still kept some type of some type of relationship with, with them. Yeah. And it's not to sound like we're pocketing people, but that's, that's the truth. We need to, as a likes, comments, and um, crisp photos, all that stuff, that's, those are a few equations of having an overall brand. The other parts of it are how are we communicating? Uh, we should not say this word, but we could say this word. Mm. Right? Um, yeah. And, okay, when is a good time to... Do when, when is a good time to launch something new? Okay, September. So the, the name September Mondays comes from my birthday. I was born on a Monday in September, in September 1992. So that, that's who I am. I use the plan immediately. Then on June, I had a certain filter that was on the feed, and then July I had the same filter, and then August I had the same exact filter. Mm. So. Now, the name is connected to September or whatever way we want to look at it, but it has made sense to refresh and rebrand the page in September or on a Monday in September, too. So it was September 2nd or 3rd was a month or 4th. One of those days was a Monday, but I rebranded the entire page for that exact day, so it looked fresh. It was mm. brand new. And... But the thing was, we, you know, we're still recycling content. It's all recycled. It just looks brand new because we need to, you know, you don't want to, and here's what I've noticed, is if you let Instagram take advantage of you, it will, right? As in the likes and the comments, it feels good. It releases endorphins from us. However, I have the brand very tight and it's controlled. And so that way I don't also spend a lot of money on it and you know, because at the end of the day, it's ran like a business, and you need to be effective with your resources. And I wouldn't want to spend all day on my phone trying to, you know, I, I like everything that's going on. Cool, I'm getting fame and recognition, but that doesn't really mean you monetize, right? Yeah, it doesn't. That's just a play for Instagram to try to sell you their product. Mm. So that, 
that's one thing that I've noticed because I, I would get sucked into it at times when I first started. I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. And I was like, no, gotta have a strong mind. This is not, this is not the end goal. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing that I definitely, <laughs> definitely advise. Um, well, what you're explaining, don't, you don't, don't really want, need that either. You don't really yeah, need exactly. to pay for Instagram's products because you're you're growing a business through social media marketing. You're actually using real techniques. If this is a really this is a very real field in our world now. Uh-huh. Well, you, we still needed to pay the photographer. Yeah, my photographer. I, I definitely pay him because I'm not. You know, that's the value that I have to add, and then I'm gonna put him on monthly because in my mind the page is still a baby. It's only been seven, eight months since we've been really going at it. And in my, it's gonna take another year for it to at least get to the amount of, not only followers, but the amount of brands that we wanna work with. Mm. So we're, yeah, we're, we're taking it day by day. You don't wanna, again, that library helps a lot because now I've also dialed it in point where I can plan four or five Instagram posts in a single night and then the page runs itself yeah. and it'll post by itself and then so that way I don't have to look at it oh, you know, while all this is going on because that's another thing where you, you wake up and you have a meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning so you have to make sure all, all that's done then you have to make sure the team is okay everyone is as should be doing what they're doing and so you don't really have time to check your phone. And this goes for everyone. If you're a chef, you don't have, you can't, like, you're cooking, and then you're going to put your phone next to you, and then your hands, grease, whatever, and slip on it, and it's just not going to be a good feeling. And then on top of it, too, it just makes more sense to put that on a tripod. Let it record itself. You have behind the scenes rather than you have been, you physically being there all the time on your phone, mm. you gotta at some point have it automated. At some point, get to either have an assistant, use automation Instagram tools, or set it up in such a way where you don't have to be on it 24-7. So that's, that's one of the things too that I picked up. You know, the library helps, strong mind helps, but mm, Maintain and meaning tight control over the brand, too. Yeah. Like very, very tight control. So, if you're going to post three types of captions, only post those three types of captions. My captions are one liners, Jamaican one liners, and then something coming from the heart. That's it, every single time. I try not to stray away from that. It's just, you know, I, I, I like to experiment, I like to try different creative ideas and different. Um, different techniques, but you want to build a consistency before you start to, before people start to, oh, I want to do everything. No, find that one thing and then you can do everything after it. You mean like me, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I do everything. <laughs> no, I, I feel like the, I feel like the website, you got it to a good point and the other, pro- the other project too. That's going good. Right, once a week on a Friday, recipes and that's yes, that's that's good, right? And the fact that it's once a week makes it even better. It's cool too, and I mentioned this to you, but audience waiting for you. 
we're going out into the community with Healing Kitchen too, so that's even more exciting. It's actually going to grow um, into the community. I'm doing a live Healing Kitchen uh, live. It's going to be at a local grocery store, and we're going to be doing a demonstration of it. So it's growing even more. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, oh, I'm watching. So this is, this is good to see. And it's exciting to see and watch while your friends are growing too, because you know at the end of the day, we're going to end up in the same place, Man. right? Like, hey, I'm going to pull you, you're going to pull me, I fall, or I'm not going to fall, and I know you're not going to fall, so let's do it. Yeah, we and don't I- fall, but we, we definitely meet our challenges, and... and um and it's just, it's cool because I, I felt the same way. You know, I was, I was, I can remember being at work and just thinking, man, I just need, I, I really just, I'm calling in some support. You know, I know what I want to do. Um, and, and the way that you do things is super polished. And that's why Polished Agency is really the best. I mean, it's such a perfect name for your, um, for your marketing company because you really are a very polished person. Um, and I'm, I'm not so polished. So I need, <laughs> I really was calling in someone who has that that esteem and that aesthetic about them and that control? Because um, you know, and that's something that I'm just not as good with my Instagram page. It's really challenging for me to to control any of it. It's all emotion, really. <laughs> but you know, I'm building a different kind of a brand. Um, but but what I what I really learned is the um, the value of content, and that's what you're talking about. The library is content. And no matter what you're doing online, if you're building a brand, it, it really is all about content. Content is the king of the online world. And it's, you really just need to be creating content, right? Like, isn't, isn't that really what it's all yeah, about? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it's about. And it's great, too, because content comes in, it's a lot more fun to create the content than it is to put up a Google ad and then you're looking and trying to crunch all the numbers and trying to raise the bid by pennies on the dollar, you know, don't get me wrong, that works, but it's so much more fun when you love to do it and you get to monetize it as well. It just, it it makes more sense and you love it more as well too. So the emotions actually do turn into something lucrative, at least in my opinion, you know, content wouldn't be as good if it was emotionless, if we weren't, if we were always trying to, you know, do things a certain way or just not being, you know, being very, be in tune with your own content and your own audience because authentic replies is how, is how it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. But man, the, the second that you're not emotional about something, is the, day, uh, the second that I don't like something, I'm out. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it mm-hmm. is. It could be, I, I could be getting paid a lot of money at a certain job, but the second that I don't like it, I just have to go do something else. Because, yeah. you know, the same thing happened to me as a soccer player when I was younger. There was a point where I was like, yo, this is it. It wasn't the fact that I didn't think I could go pro or play for the rest of my life. It was just like I felt the feeling where I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to go. I need to go taste the world. So, So I hear you on that one. Definitely, emotions are important. Uh, and, you know, most people will try to not or try to stay so focused to the point where they don't let their emotions out. And it's like, no, man, you just have to, you know, put your heart into it. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to be the same. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that. I'm not really good at that. <laughs> 
you get all of me, but it works for me. It's it's who I am. So you know, it, people wouldn't ex- wouldn't expect anything else. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there is a controlling part of it too. But honestly, I think that comes with time and experience. I, I used to be very emotionally driven. I still am, but now I've got such. It's crazy because I hired an assistant not too long ago just to help me out with September Mondays. Nice. And it's, yeah. So with with that, what I realized is the brand is so tight, it's so controlled that I can literally hand it off to someone yeah. else and then they can do it. Yeah. Right? And that's so, dope, uh, though. You know, we haven't got there yet. September Mondays thing, yeah, that's still, that's, that's me doing most of it. But... You know, for clients and stuff like that, it's good that you can hand off a brand to someone else. That's when you know you have a brand. The mm. final step to when you know you have a brand is when you can hand it off with a smooth transition. Mm. It doesn't need to come out like 95%. It doesn't need to be 100% perfect when the next person takes over it. But the fact that you can let someone else into your world to help you out is when you know you have brand. That's, mm. that, that is, that, mm-hmm, that's the ingredient. That's powerful. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, that's a good one to hear because I—that's something to work towards. Um, I definitely don't want to get hooked on brand on a brand, you know, and and uh, and not be able to do that. Not necessarily pass it all along, but there's so many things I want to do, and ultimately I plan on being in the dirt and planting food forest and really working on the land. Though aligned with plants will still be functioning, and I would love to be able to hand that off to someone um, or to a group of folks that you know um, that have the same passion and and want to be doing that level of the work. Um, pretty cool i'm really i'm really excited chris i'm i'm excited that we're able to share your voice here and your knowledge um and just that we're working together man and that we're building together yeah definitely um you were the one man you were the one that got me to getting aligned with plants.com up and running um and now aligned with plants the brand is growing even more we're getting ready to open an herb shop in phoenix and it's just it's just going to continue to take off. And I realized had I not started had I not started AlignWithPlants.com a year and a half ago, I would have I wouldn't know what I wanted to do right now with this retail space. Like I wouldn't have the idea of of it. But it's really the website and the whole brand that I've been creating with you know with however it looks. Uh, that makes it make sense. So I'm super, I'm just thankful that you're a part of it and that we're on the same team. And, um, yeah, that we, you know, that we just stay in contact, man, because time and distance isn't really real. And so you keep your friends, you know, especially your best friends. You got to hold on to your best friends. Oh, yeah, there's so much truth to that. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I'm very glad that we crossed paths again. When, when all that happened, all of it just made sense. And to be honest, two years that's like for what you have to do every day day in and day out that is amazing you're doing an amazing job my friend once most people have you know kids and other parts of their life they focus more on that but you've been able to tackle every single subject head on and you know that's that's what it takes it's all grit it's all getting at the end and um, I appreciate I feel that you do what you're doing and I get to come visit and hang out at a you know I get to hang out at a kitchen all day long and eat food I'm, I'm for it <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that's, you know, and that's why I had to change the, the, the direction of the podcast is because aligned with plants, aligned with health, I was just talking about all the magical things that I see with plants, but everyone was like, okay, that's cool, Anita, but what are you cooking? Uh, that's what we want to know. What's your recipes? What are you cooking? How can we eat the food you're eating? So, um, I love that's Human Kitchen. Great. I'm excited about it. Right. If they, so if they're asking that question immediately, once you get the first one, oh man, your next post should be, should include the entire ingredient list and mm. all of that stuff, which you've probably already done, right? But now that's, you know, that's your niche. Yeah. Well, that's what Healing Kitchen is and what we're doing next, what I'm working on. I have a girlfriend, a photographer girlfriend coming in town this weekend and we are going to be building up a library of recipes and we're doing a Healing Kitchen live cookbook that'll be out before 2018 is over. Um, so I'm listening, you know, I, I'm realizing that the customer is letting me know what they want. They want me to help them align with plants, but it needs to start in the kitchen and they need recipes. So that's what I'm going to provide them. Um, so it's growing and it's, it's just exciting. You know, I, I can see very clearly where we're going and where we've come from. And I just give thanks, man. I just, it's, uh, just my heart is full with gratitude and appreciation and respect. And, you know, it's, it's a team, man. The team's growing. It's so dope. <laughs> exactly. And the best part is, too, is you make, we, we've been good friends, but now once we start to work with each other, uh, the friendship even strengthens because now we're pulling each other. Yeah. Right? And so that's for the most part. Yeah, man. And I feel like that really from the beginning, I feel like we, we had a friendship, but even more, it was like, Hey man, like, let's do something. Like you want to do something. I want like, let's do it. You know, like I, I always sort of appreciate it. every time we got together was always that hype, you know, talk, like, what can we do that? Like, you know, not a lot of, a lot of relationships are more calm. We're not really about business. And, um, for me, and not necessarily just about business, but like, this is my vision. This is my dream. I'm dreaming about this. Like, I really do need the people around me that are dreaming about it too. You know, I need visionaries and people who have, who are working, who are dedicated and committed to working on their visions, uh, who, who can't die before they're fulfilled. You know, that's the kind of people I need around me. And, and that's who you are. And I, it's just dope, man. I, I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, excited that we got to get some. So just to recap, um, if you want to create an online, and obviously there's many different types of online businesses. So Chris was speaking specifically on a, well, maybe you should clarify that. Specifically, what type of online business are you talking about? Because there's, there's mass amounts, but specifically these steps that you gave, what would you say that somebody would be interested in creating? Yeah, I would say that's applicable to all types of online businesses. Okay. Whether you want to get to e-commerce, whether you want to be a professional YouTuber, whether you, you want to sell stuff for animals, um, that, that advice is applicable to all online marketing. Okay. You don't necessarily need to go with Instagram, but you do need to have the product or skill you want to sell. Number two, go all in on one platform, whether it's Google, Facebook, Pinterest, whatever. And then three, you need to build a library. You need to have a, in other words, you need to have a plan, but have a library so you're going to do the content stuff. Yeah. And then, and, and yeah, that's your that's, cushion. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. That's your cushion. That's your, that's your way you're going to maintain consistency. And that's, that's, it's a huge help once you have the library already installed. And that's, that's what it takes yeah. along with mindset. Dope. Awesome 
Awesome stuff, man. Awesome sauce. Um, it's amazing to chat with you. Yeah, it's been so cool, friend. Um, and just continued. I'll be in contact with you soon. Definitely going to be working together again intimately on projects. And just step by step, brother, we just keep building. Absolutely. It was, it was great talking to you. I will definitely be reaching out to you with more Instagram tips. Also, if anyone needs Instagram tips, feel free to send me a direct message. And I'm, I'm mainly on my phone, and it'll just work out. Yeah, so you can reach him at Polished Agency, P-O-L-I-S-H-E-D, Agency, on Instagram. Uh, the personal page was September Mondays on Instagram. And I'll definitely add all of the links into the um, uh, into the bio of the show as well. So we'll get the website, uh, we'll get the handles, and all of that. Uh, my friend, this is an amazing call. I can't wait to reshare this, so... Uh, let me know as soon as you get it. All right, friend. I definitely will. Uh, family, we will be back next week. I believe I have, I think my girlfriend is coming on next week, a, a longtime friend. And we're just going to be talking some healing talk. Um, we're, we're astrological friends, so we're definitely going to be getting into that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what we have set up for next week. But until then, family, thank you for hanging out with us. Peace. <laughs>